0: Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I lift my hands in total praise this morning. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, saints. This is the day that the Lord has made and I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise. Shall continually be in my mouth. Good morning and thank you for being on the Voice Church Prayer Conference call. And I'm Elder Charlene, hosting for Bishop William Andrew Best Jr. This call is being recorded. The playback number is 712 770 4776. The code is 681968. And the reference number is the pound sign. Today is Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. If you will please open up your Bibles and turn with me, I will be reading 2 Chronicles 7 14. Amen. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek, crave, and require of necessity my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. For this is the word of the Lord. As always, we continue to pray for our sick list, our bereaved list, and our discouraged list. This morning we come lifting up those that are fighting for their lives in the hospital. We ask that you continue to pray for Brother Bobby, Sister Vivian, and Sister Allegra. We also come praying for Pastor Harris, Sister Paula, and Sister Lydia in their season of loss. Lord, I love you this morning. I praise you this morning. I honor you this morning. Lord, I worship you this morning. I thank you for the gift of life this morning. Lord, I thank you for forgiveness of our sins on this day, and Lord, I pray that you will stop by the hospital rooms this morning. Lord, we pray for those that are fighting for their lives in the hospital. Lord, this morning we pray for the crime, and we pr- continue to pray for police brutality, Lord. Lord, we know you as a healer today, Lord. And, Lord, I thank you for hearing our prayers on this day. And, Lord, if I I pray that if there any be anything that would hinder this prayer going before you, I ask that you remove it right now in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we love you this morning. We honor you this morning. And, Father God, we give you the praise this morning. Amen. And we will continue to do the announcements right now. We had an awesome, awesome, we met the Lord there. We had an awesome gospel music festival. If you were not there, you missed it. We had an awesome gospel gospel music festival, To God Be The Glory. And we are now viewing our church service on YouTube, and we also can view it on our church website. August 22nd at 2.30, we will have an in-person service at Evangel Cathedral on Central Avenue. The address is in the e-blast. Bible study, Bible study will resume on August 17th, 2021, and that's on a Tuesday. We ask that you prepare yourselves for our revival that's coming in September, September 6th through September 28th. Every Tuesday in the month of September, we are having we're having a fall revival, Some more to come on that. We need volunteers. We need volunteers for the AV team. We also need volunteers to feed the hungry. If you are able, we ask that you call the church. Paycheck Project, if you're working and want to help those that are not working, we ask that you call the church for more information. And every Saturday, every Saturday at 7 a.m., our bishop is preaching on 104.1, and you can go online, praisedc.com. We call it Operation Andrew. So we ask that you be a hearer, and we also ask that you be a sower. Amen. We ask that you continue to pray for the sick. Pray for the bereaved, as I've already said. We've already started our fast. We we fast every day until noon, and we eat till 8 p.m. We have water before and water after. We have a prayer call every day at 6 a.m., and we ask that you go back to the e-blast to read more announcements that I did not announce. So at this time, I pray that everybody will have such a blessed day in Jesus' name, and I will be turning the call over to our bishop. Good morning, Bishop Bess.
1: Good morning. Can you hear me all right?
0: I hear you good, Bishop.
1: All right. Good morning to you, Elder Charlene. We thank you. We appreciate you. We love you, Elder Charlene. We thank you for facilitating our call, uh, especially this month. Every single day, you've been right there, 6 o'clock on the dot. We appreciate you. We love you. Acknowledge your faithfulness. And, uh, and ultimately, uh, God is pleased. Amen with your faithfulness. And we thank God for you. Thank God for everybody else that's on this prayer call right now. Uh, I want to say a couple of things, and we're going to get into uh, communion with the Lord today. Uh, It's the 10th of August, and we have 21 days left in our fast, 21 days. Uh, There's an old adage that says you can change anything. You can change any habit in 21 days. (laughs) So in these next 21 days, if there's something you need to shift, there's something you need to change, you can change it. God has given us a new beginning on 8-8. And even at the beginning of the month, or as we started this fast, we believe that the Lord is showing up. Uh, one of the things that I want to make note of is that the Bible says that God is light. He is light. There is no shadow of turning with Him. There's no, sh- there's no shadow in God. Hallelujah. That's that's important. I could preach a whole hour on that by itself. But uh, in order to 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 have shadow, you have to have uh, you have to have light. In a certain at a certain angle but with God there's no shadow okay I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess with that but uh, he's light he's light he's light he's light and that means this that uh, I share with you that one of the greatest um, one of the greatest uh, things that could ever happen to a believer is for them to receive revelation. Revelation is equal to light. equal to light. And what God will do uh, oftentimes, rather than coming, stepping in and changing the situation himself, what he will do is he will come into your situation and he comes in his own mode. He comes as light. And when he brings light, when he brings revelation, he opens up an opportunity for you to make the change because he shows you what needs to be changed, and then, he sh- and then he gives you the opportunity to change it. <laughs> so uh, many times God won't change it himself, but he'll come and he'll show up as light, and he'll show you revelation of what needs to be changed, and then he'll give you the opportunity-, opportunity to change it. Glory to God. Oh, my God. Remember, faith doesn't move God. Faith moves you. Amen. And all of this, communion, our salvation, eternal life, all of this is by faith. It's by faith. Oh, glory to God. So I want you to be reminded of that today. Uh, Some of you all are waiting for God to change some things. God said, I'm not going to change it. I'm going to show you what needs to be changed, and then I'm going to let you change it. Hallelujah. So make sure that you are receiving the revelation of God. Every person who had a revelation of him, uh, they were heralded in the Word of God. They were were, uh, praised in the Word of God. They were highlighted. They were... uh, uh, uh they were they were deemed as uh special peter he was called the rock when he got a revelation john was a revelator uh, uh he was the closest one to jesus and i'm i'm telling you uh, these these persons who had revelation of god in the bible uh god did great things with them lastly but not least i want to say before we get into communion with the lord today uh we're fasting every day this month now if you're on vacation you know, we understand that you may have to relax your fast and you may be uh enjoying your vacation. Uh we understand that. We're not unrealistic here. Amen. Let me just say that. So don't feel guilty if you're on vacation, if you're taking the taking a break away from uh your world and, and work and all that stuff. Amen. We understand that. If you're on doctor's orders, we understand that you gotta follow what your doctor is saying. Glory to God. You gotta have nourishment and sustenance uh for whatever your condition may be. Uh but for the rest of us, uh, and even if you even if you're not on vacation or you're not on doctor's orders, or you just fell off the wagon. Get back up and get back in, Amen. Get back up and get back in there, Amen. If you ate before twelve o'clock and you ate after after eight o'clock, get back up and get back in. If you fell off the wagon, you you fell. Uh, get back up and get back in there. Get back up and get back in there, Amen. Glory to God. God is not condemning us. He's not sitting up there just waiting to smite us. Amen. He's He's a, a, a merciful and gracious, God. His mercy is forever, endures forever. So we give God glory and praise for being such a, a gracious and loving God. Amen. And paying the price. Amen. At this time, without any further ado, uh, we're going to be led in our call today on one of our very own. Please be reminded of the fast. We are fully tithing, fully tithing, sowing into the life of the voice, church, sowing into the life of your covering. We are doing that. That's that's the first part of the fast. The second part is relational. As God reveals to you those destiny relationships that need to be worked on, need to be fixed. Amen. Reach out, take the initiative, do what you need to do, amen, to repair and to uh to remedy those relationships. Uh, our emotions are emotional. Many of us have gone through some very difficult things emotionally. We're asking God for healing, even through the Holy Communion, that God will heal us, He will heal us. And then finally, in our eating, amen, uh, I've made a decision. I'm not sure which day, but I'm going to get back on my own workout. Amen. And this time I'm going to pray to God. God will help me not to fall off the wagon. Amen. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That's That's the fast. That's the outline of the fast. We're going to be led by our very own Elder Holloway today. She has the word of God in her mouth, and she's going to lead us in prayer and lead this prayer call from this point forward. At the end, when she's finished, I'll come back, and we will receive Holy Communion together elder holloway are you with us this morning
2: good morning
1: good morning you Good morning. Me? sorry it took so long yes we can hear you yes we can hear you sorry it took us so long okay. but lead us uh to the throne this morning god bless you
2: amen amen god bless you amen amen while i'm praying if you'll get your bibles and turn to hebrews Uh, Chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. Hebrews, chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. Father, we just praise you this morning. We give you all glory, all honor, all praise for your graciousness, and for, hallelujah, for your mercy, oh God. We just bless you, and we thank you, God, for this uh, new day, Father. We just ask that you would have your way in and through us this day as never before. Father, as you are leading us and have led us in this fast, oh God, we pray the anointing of God, the empowerment of God, that we'll be able to release and let go of all that's in us that is not of you, oh God. So even in this prayer call, Father, I ask that you would just have your way and give us ears to hear you like never before. Touch our spiritual ears, O God, that we may hear what the Spirit is saying to us, the church, O God. And so we thank you and we praise you, Father. We honor you, O God, for all those that are on this line, O God, all those that are going through, all those that are struggling, O God. We pray for strength right now, God. We pray for deliverance. We pray for healing, O God. So have your way even now in the mighty and precious name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise you for this another day, oh God. Forgive us for all of our sins, oh God, everything we've done, said, and thought that is displeasing in your sight. We ask for forgiveness, Father. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that you will have your way, for you are welcome. Just have your way. We ask it all in the mighty and precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. So I thank um, I thank the Lord, of course, and always uh, for giving me a word for for us His people. I thank our Bishop for always for the opportunity to come before you. I take it not lightly. So I thank you, Bishop, and I thank all of those who are on the call. Again, may we have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. <clears throat> Uh, Hebrews 4.11, I'm I'm reading from the New King James Translation, and it reads, Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Hallelujah. So the title of this uh, meditation is, and I took this from the sub, one of the subtitles in the scripture that says the word discovers our condition, and I would even add to that the word discovers or reveals our condition. So on yesterday, as, as Bishop talked about emotions, and uh, we we know that this is the uh, focus, one of the focuses of our fast, and. Um, when I heard Bishop say he was going to speak about emotions, I said, okay, God, you may have to give me something else. But after I spoke with Bishop and he said to go forth, so I'm going to talk about emotions as well. I don't think that's something that can really be exhausted that quickly because there is much to say uh, about our emotions. So in this this scripture, Hebrews 4:11 11 through 13, uh, uh, is, is our focus scripture for this meditation. And it lets us know that the, the word of God will reveal what's really going on within us. And also as we continue on this fast and the word that has and will come forth, it will reveal our emotional condition, the condition of the heart towards God, towards one another, even how we feel about ourselves. So, as we take a look at the word emotion, emotions are generated subconsciously, a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relations with others. And that, of course, hits on another part of what we're fasting uh, concerning. So, this this is why we uh, must be honest with ourselves and not pretend that everything is okay uh, when it is not. And we're... Uh, and be careful that we are still and still holding on to offenses and anger and unforgiveness. Again, there's quite a bit that we could say about emotions, but this morning as I am led by the Holy Spirit, what uh, I want to focus on what is called church hurt as it relates to the freeing of our emotions. I believe that this time of fasting and consecration is so crucial to those who are holding on to hurts and pains of the past. Now, if, if you've been in church for a couple of years at least or, or, or more, then most likely you have experienced uh, what is referred to as church hurt. And, uh, uh, if, if you've not experienced it uh, uh, in this phase of your walk, you just hold tight because it's coming. What many are calling church hurt is people hurt. It just so happens that it, it has come from, Someone who attends church. If we are the church, whether we're in the building or out of the building, and if we hurt or offend uh, someone, we are, uh, or we, or if we are hurt or offended, it has been through the hands of someone who professes to be a Christian. Uh, 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 it, it hurts more because of our expectations. Uh, uh, some, of it is, some of it is also because of our wrong motives that. Uh, we are not willing to admit to, and therefore things don't go the way that we thought, and we want to call it church hurt. Well, uh, uh, some of us are, are even being uh, deceptive, and, and which can cause the, the doors to open to disappointment. So when we talk about dealing with emotions, it it has to do with what is in the heart or, or our subconscious, because the word in Proverbs 4.23 tells us that, out of the heart flow, the issues of life and and in jeremiah seventeen nine eleven it says the, mm, hallelujah God, it says that the heart is deceitfully wicked and and if we are honest, it is not easy to be honest with ourselves or with others when it comes to hurt when it comes to Something that we are holding on to when it when it comes to that which we feel right and holding on to. And so as we as we look at verses 12 and 13, again, and it says, and, and then it's talking about God is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, and, and there is no creature hidden from God's sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him that is God to whom we must give account. So we may be able to fool people. We may even be able to fool ourselves, but we can't fool God, and he's the one that we have to give that we have to give account to. So, yeah, we can lie to one another. We can lie to ourselves all day long. But, again, that's noted in the Scripture. God is letting us know today that he is going to judge us according to what is in our heart, not what's in somebody else's heart, but what is in my heart, what is in your heart. And this is why we we have to be honest and, and God says don't do do not harden your hearts and do not miss out on God's best because when we harden our hearts and we don't walk in obedience, then we miss out on God's best for us. So so for some of us it's time to fess up. And God is letting us know and reminding letting some know and reminding others that we can't hide anything from him. It is time to set yourself free. As, as Bishop said, even even in his opening statement, some things that you, God is letting us know, it's, it's time for you to do this. It's time for you to set yourself free. It's time for you to let go of that church hurt or that pain or that emotional pain from the past. It's time for you to let it go, not not continuing to feel that you're justified and holding on to it, and just because you feel it justified, you're feeling justified because you know they were wrong, and so you feel justified. Yes, they were wrong, yes, they were wrong, but God is saying today is the day of deliverance, the day is the day if you let Him, He will heal your emotions. So, in verse 12, the word says, uh, that the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. So God's word is just that powerful. So again, as the title of this this meditation, the word discovers our condition, the condition of our hearts are revealed through the word of God. The the seat of the soul, the seat of our passions is revealed, and what God is wanting to talk about today and emotions to let go of the anger let go of the the pain let go of the offense let go of the rage the unforgiveness any negative feelings and emotional baggage that's left from a situation that you never gave over to god to allow him to heal you uh, bishop prayed on yesterday for healing healing of the emotions if we never deal with these leftover negative emotions we are, what Bishop also spoke about on yesterday, we are being emotionally, we are emotionally unhealthy. And so the Lord has been having me to pray, and I know probably some others as well, the praying about especially for the body of Christ, for the healing of the soul. For many of us, our souls need to be healed. Our emotions are a part of the soul and need healing. And so while we're on this fast part of what God wants us to give up along with, whatever else he shows you is the hurt from the past. And, and we are no longer to hold on to the church hurt or any other kind of hurt. We are to forgive. He didn't say that the person had to deserve it or earn it, but we are to give it up. We are to lay it all on the altar and this is just being obedient to the word of God. So God is saying to to all of us that whatever you're holding on to the hurt, the pain, the church hurt, whatever you want to call it, and God is saying, let it go. Did they hurt you? Were they wrong? Yes and yes. But God is saying now is the time, now is today to let it go. And I know some things are easier to let go than others. And and sometimes it may take you a minute, but God is saying, Let it go. There are there are many people who have left the churches where God has called them to because they were hurt by somebody in the church. Maybe they were hurt by the pastor. Maybe they were hurt by another parishioner or the choir member or the director or somebody in the church. And and, and even even that you know people of God, we got to know too that these, these God will allow these situations to happen. And so as we're fighting against those things, that what we are calling a, a church hurt that. And so we get mad, we get upset, and we leave the church or we leave the position. But many of these things are meant to grow us. This is a part of the process, many times, for. For many of us, when these situations happen, and we are to seek God as the reason he's allowing things, when we're going through stuff, we got to seek God. Don't start just resisting it and and holding it in your heart and harboring things. Go to the Lord. Lord, why is this happening? Why is that happening? So that God can reveal, because sometimes, many times, God is testing us. And so you may think the person is just being mean or insensitive, and I'm not saying that they're not, but many times it is a part of your spiritual growth. It is a part of uh, uh, sometimes a test that God has purposed for us that, that he may grow us in a certain area. So for, for whatever the reason, if you're still holding on to whatever you, what you're calling church hurt, I, I, you know who you are, and you may be on this call now, and you may come on the call later but God is saying it is time to let go Doing this fast. This is a time of uh, the fast for deliverance. And, and we know that, that this has been called and determined by our bishop and those that are in agreement that this is the year of deliverance. But as it was stated at the beginning, this is your choice. This is my choice. So even in verse 11 where it says, let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall." according to the same example of disobedience. So that means we are to surrender to that place, to that mindset of rest, that God has purposed for us, uh, even during the times of hurt, even in the times of disappointment, because it's all about our obedience. So when we speak of church hurt, we, we usually only look at it from the standpoint of the parishioner or the laity. But please be mindful, people of God, that that the leader of the church, the one who's in position of leadership, uh, experiences the same hurt from those that they are called to serve. The leader, regardless of the title, is not exempt from being hurt by those they have faithfully served and given their lives to. God is calling us to walk in obedience to his word, regardless of how we feel the word reveals the condition the condition of our heart the condition of our emotions and and this past weekend this should talked about a a creature who preached uh about when spit happens and the scripture he made reference to was uh jesus would spit on the man's eyes that the man would receive his sight however jesus along with the apostles had spit to happen to them and they literally gave their lives for these same people Jesus one week was called the king, and the next week, then celebrated, and the very next week, some of those same people were cry and crucify him. Apostle Paul was almost stoned to death and went through many trials and tribulations and later was beheaded. And, and, and he was not so much abused by the Gentiles as he was by the people in the church, in the synagogue, the Jews, the very people he was walk, he walked with and taught before his road to Damascus experience. So many times you may think that, that this, the hurt that's come up against you is not fair, it's not right, and, and yes, it's painful and all of that, but God is saying if you're holding on to it, today is the day of deliverance. And and I, I remember when I first went through what I call church hurt, it wasn't as popular, people didn't talk about it, but it was just as real back then, over 20 years ago, where I went through a situation uh, uh, hurt by the pastor, hurt by the pastor's wife, hurt by hurt by other leaders in the church, and went through what I call the, the Last Supper. It was a horrific experience. People turned on me. People tried to steal things from me. I went through all of that. And I was a new Christian. I was a new baby. Even though I was older, I was a new baby. I was green as a tree out there. But God, God let me know. And one thing I know for sure is that the church is a proving ground. If you can make it in the church, you can make it anywhere. But God allowed me to go through that because he was trying to grow me. Sometimes we talk about uh, uh, God doing a quick work. Well, I can testify. I was one of those people where God did a quick work. I went through hurt after hurt after hurt. And when I left that place, I said, I'm not stepping my toe in another door ever and God let me know that you don't even try because the devil is waiting on you because I was hurt. I was bruised. I, I was, I, if, if I had walked away from the church, if I had walked away from God, I would not be here today. Either that or I'd be in a place where I'd have lost my mind. But God was letting me know that is not, that was not an option. And God is letting you know, know today that it is not an option to any longer hold on to the hurt. You may feel like nobody likes you and nobody's going through. Everybody, anybody who God purposes to use is going to go through hurt, is going to go through betrayal. Some of these things are a are, are part of the course, if you will. But God is telling us today is the day of deliverance. And we, we know that Jesus was crucified. And it is said that Apostle Peter was crucified upside down and a Apostle Paul was beheaded, and so was John the Baptist and Apostle James and all the disciples who later became the first apostles and many others died horrific deaths uh, for defending their faith uh, to, to, uh, uh, to proclaim and profess the word of God to lead others to Christ, but they lost their lives. So. So many of us, God is saying, and, and thank God in this country anyway, we don't have to die literally. But God is saying we have to die to the flesh, we have to die to our feelings, and not allow our emotions to control us. And and the Apostle Paul said in First Corinthians fifteen thirty one that he said, "I died daily; the flesh must flesh must be crucified." And then Second Corinthians twelve ten he says. Therefore, I take pleasure in in infirmities and reproaches and needs and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. He said, I take pleasure. He said, I take pleasure and all of these things that I have to go through, but I'm doing it for the sake of Christ. And God is saying the same thing to us today that we are uh, uh, that we allow these not to allow these feelings to hold us back, and even the spiritual warfare that we go through, and and many times the expectations that we have of others that they're not realistic, and therefore they open the door to hurt and disappointment. So sometimes we put put more trust in man than we do in God, and many of us do the works in the church because we want to please man, not because this is what God has purposed And then when it doesn't work out as we expect, we get mad and want to dog the man and woman of God and leave the church. But this is the year of deliverance. This is the year of deliverance. Uh, uh, as as we our bishop has said, as those who are in agreement, deliverance. Uh, from whatever is holding us bound and whatever is opposing the purpose and the plan that God has for us. And God is saying, let me heal you during this time. And God is saying, give me your hurt. God is saying, give me your pain. God is saying, let go of the justification to holding on to the hurt, holding on to the pain. Whatever the reason that you feel that you have a right to hold on to, God is saying, let it go. Be obedient to the word of God. We're called to forgive. We're called to let it go. So we must endure whatever God allows because he has placed us in that place or in that position, and we must remember that he is the one who is going to reward us. So remember, too, that we're working out our salvation. What we do has an eternal eternal purpose. What we do has an eternal purpose. I believe Apostle Paul said something to the effect that it would be a shame for me to help others in to make it into the kingdom, and not, not make it in, I not make it in because I'm holding on to hurt and pains of the past. Because I'm holding on to church hurt that I don't feel like it's fair, I don't feel like it's right. It is time, people of God, that we are to trust God as never before. I know it's hurt hard to be honest with that sometimes, but God wants His people to be mature. That no matter what we have to go through, that we are to continue to stand in the place where He has purpose for us. So, again, allow him to heal you. He can't do it unless you admit it and then surrender it to him. It's all about trusting God's plan for our lives. You know, many times we say God orders my steps, but then when we go through something, then we want to step out. But God does order our steps. He so many times is the one who allows this, and it's for a purpose and a reason for your, your purpose and plan that he has for you. So many are not able to move forward or see the blessings of God because we refuse to let go. So, again, God is saying, release it. Let it go. Let go of the church hurt. Let go of the emotional pain. Let go of the offense. It's time to forgive that you may receive the deliverance, the freedom, and liberty for which Christ died for us to have. Father, I praise you and I magnify you, God. I pray, Father, that we, your people, have heard your word, that we receive your word, and that we're letting go of all the hurt, all the pain, all the disappointment, all that we've gone through, oh, God, that you, we, that we seek you in all things, oh, God, even in the hurt, even in the pain, oh, God, and that this time of fasting, oh, God, will be a time that i emotions are being healed, oh God, that we're laying it all on the altar, oh God, that we are, 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 are allowing that which has been dug deep down within our subconscious and surface and admit to what it is that's going on in our hearts, oh God, that we're we're giving our hearts to you that you may purify us, that you may sanctify us, oh God. God, that you may burn up all that's in us, that's not of you, all that would hinder and block the flow, oh God, of your will and your way, Father. So we surrender today, oh God. I pray even now, God, everybody that's under the sound of my voice, if you're holding on to anything, no matter how big, no matter how small, God is saying, give it to him today. God is saying, release it today. Let it go. Don't hold on to it. Because if you do then and you're walking in disobedience to the word of God and we know disobedience is rebellion and rebellion is a sign as a, as a, a sign as, as, as a witchcraft and so God is saying let it go right now give it over to him right you can't do nothing about it anyway and all you're doing is holding yourself back all you're doing is displeasing God so if you want to please God if you want to go forth in the fullness of what God has purposed and ordained then God has said give it over to him right now so Father I thank you and I pray you as we surrender, as we yield to you, oh God, that you may heal us in this area, oh God, of our emotions, and even in the areas, oh God, that we uh, uh, goal and purpose, oh God, to mend relationships, we can't mend them unless we forgive, oh God. So we give it all over to you, all the hurt, all the pain, all the disappointments. So, Father, we thank you for doing the work in our hearts even today. We thank you for the anointing and the power of God that enables us, O oh God, that strengthens us, oh God, to yield and surrender to your will and your way. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. And, Father God, we give you the praise. And we thank you, O God, for deliverance. We declare and decree it so, O God. We are delivered. We shall be delivered. Even now, in the name of Jesus, as we give it all over to you, O God. And we thank you and we praise you for your graciousness and for your mercy. It's all in the mighty and precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, that I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you, and have a blessed and mighty day in the Lord. Let it go, let it go, let it go. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Hallelujah. 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 Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't know about anybody else, but all I can say right now is "Ouch." ouch. 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 Ooh, the word has found us this morning. The word has found us. The word has found us. The word has found us. Before we take Holy Communion, if I'm not by myself, I want you to unmute your line at star six. And I need you to lift up your hands. And I need us to, to let this, let this go in worship. Come on, let's release in worship. Let's thank the Lord for finding us in the word this morning. Come on, I need to hear your voices. Let's worship. Come on, and let's release while we worship. Father, we thank you. Father, we glorify you. Father, we let it, let it go.
0: I let it go. I let
1: it go. Every person that has brought hurt to my heart, I let it go. Every family member that has brought hurt to my heart, I let it go. Every relationship, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, I know it's more, y'all. Push that star six button and it's our way. Got every relationship that has hurt me, I let it go. Oh, oh, every spouse that has hurt me, I let it go. Every boyfriend, every girlfriend that has hurt me, I let it go. Every parent that has hurt me, I let it go. Hurt me, I let it go. My child that has hurt me, I let it go. My father that has hurt me, I let it go. Right now, My church that has hurt me, I let it go. Every hurt, God. Oh. God, oh. Uh, Ooh, a
0: I, 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 I let it go. I let it go. She
1: I let it go. I let, go. I let it go. I let it go. Her her. 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 I let it now. I let it go. I let it go. I release
2: it now. I it I
1: release it now. I it I Yes. In the name of the name of Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Oh, yes, oh, 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 Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.
0: Yes, Lord.
1: Yes, Lord. Yes,
0: Lord. I release you. I release
1: you. I release Yes, I release
0: you. I you. Yeah, to make
1: God. others pay for you, my, what has been done you to you. me,
0: thank I refuse
1: you. to make thank others pay
0: for what has, look
1: look others say say world, what has been God. done Ooh. to
2: me. I refuse to make others pay for what has been done to me. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes,
1: Lord. Yes, Yes, Lord. Thank you. I don't know about you. But the word has found me this morning. This word has found me this morning. And I refuse. I refuse to make others pay for what has been done to me. Hallelujah. I let it go. As a matter of fact, I want everybody right we're getting right to communion, but I want you to I want you to envision in your mind. Thank you, Lord. I want you to envision in your mind a big rope. A big rope. Just imagine that, you know, you're playing tug of war or something, and you got you got this big rope in your hand. And uh you you are you are pulling the rope there's somebody who's pulling the rope in the opposite direction as you're pulling, you're struggling, you're pulling, but that rope in your hand represents all of that hurt. <laughs> that rope in your hand represents all that it hurt. Matter of fact, if you got something to grab onto, grab onto it. Amen. Make pretend it's the rope. Amen. Just grab onto whatever, whatever's nearby, whatever, whatever's near you, just grab onto it. And I want you to hold it like it's that rope. And on the count of three, We are going to let go of all of that stuff on the count of three. We are going to let, hallelujah, I'm going to let it go today. I'm going to let it go today. Today I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go today. I'm going to let it go today. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hurts from mom, hurts from dad, hurts from relationship, hurts from church. I'm going to let it go today. I'm not going to hold that person hostage anymore. I'm not going to hold that person bound anymore. I'm going to disconnect the trigger today, today, today. I'm going to do it. Y'all, I hope you got the rope in your hand. I hope you got the rope in your hand on the count of three. We are gonna let that thing go once and for all, once and forever. Are you ready? Come on, let's let it go. One, two, three. Let that thing go. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, when we hang up this call, don't you go pick it back up. <laughs> As you go throughout your day, don't you go pick it back up. You let Mm -mm. that thing go. You let that thing evaporate. You let that thing disintegrate. You let that thing go back to the pit from which it's come. Hallelujah. Perhaps maybe some reason some of us haven't been able to hear from God is because we've been holding on to offenses. (laughs) Jesus says that uh, in the world offenses may come, but when you are offended, you are harder to be won than a strong city. Hallelujah. We let it go. I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. Mm-hmm. I let it go. I let it go. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, get your Holy Communion. Hallelujah. Get your Holy Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, elder, Elder, Elder. My God, my God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, he blessed it, and he broke it, and he gave it. He said, take, eat, this is my body, which has been broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's eat the bread together. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. In like manner, he took the cup, represented the New Testament of his blood, shed for the remission of our sins. He said, as often as you do it, you show the Lord's death, you proclaim the Lord's death, you preach the Lord's death. Until he comes again, let's drink the cup together. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, the Lord is worthy of praise. We thank him, we bless him, we praise him. And I want to I leave you with the word. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I want to have you pray us out. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So the word has found us. The word is the turner of the heart. Amen. You got to be honest. You got to be honest. You got to be honest. Amen. The truth of the matter is, after as much as God has forgiven us, we don't have a right to not forgive anybody else. Hallelujah. <laughs> as much as he's forgiven us, we don't have a right. And uh, When Jesus got up on that cross, the first thing he did was forgive folks. But first, he said, Father, forgive them, for for they don't even know what they're doing. If Jesus would have stayed offended, he would have never been able to get the victory. He had to forgive, and he had to forgive before he did anything else. Glory to God. So, people of God, I encourage you to walk in your new freedom. You, You let it go. You already let it go. You already let it go. It's already done. It's already gone. And don't you pick it back up? Don't you pick it back up? Don't you get? Don't you grab it again? Don't listen. When you see the person, you greet them and you hug them like nothing ever happened. Oh my God! Did you hear what I said? You greet them and you hug them like nothing ever happened. You dap them. Well, you can't really hug folks now. You dap them up. Whatever y'all do, elbow bump, fist bump, like nothing ever happened. You tell them how much you love them. And you forgive them the same way God forgave you. hallelujah, 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 glory to God, glory to God. Now for some of y'all, some of you all, you are not the one you are not the one who was offended, you are the one who did the offending. <laughs> and if you're the one who did the offending, you go back and you make that thing right. Lord have mercy, you go back and you make that thing right. I go back, I make that thing right. You go back, you make that thing right. Glory to God. And do what the Holy Spirit has put in your heart to do. Elder, we thank you for this rainbow word from the Lord today, this freeing word, this setting us free, this sobering word today, this right now word today. If you would, close us out in prayer, please. God bless you.
2: Amen. Father, we thank you and we praise you, oh, God, for deliverance. Oh, God, we thank you for freedom. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the freedom and the liberty for which Christ died to have. And we receive it today as we let it all go, as we give it all over to you, oh, God, Is lay on the altar, Father, that you may burn it up, oh, God, for now in the name of Jesus. The root, oh, God, from the root, from the root, from the root, burn it up in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you will be with us throughout this day and the remainder of the day in the time of fasting, oh, God, that we'll continue to give everything over to you, Father. We thank you and we praise you for today is the day of deliverance. the day is the day of healing, oh, God, as we surrender all to you, all to you we owe. We give you the glory, we give you the honor, and we give you the praise, Father, the blood of Jesus over each and every person throughout this day and your angels being camped all about us. We thank you and we praise you, Father for your graciousness, and for your mercy. It's in the precious name of Jesus that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you.
1: Amen. See you on the prayer call tomorrow. God bless you.